The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Always so happy to be with all of you. It's always an honor and pleasure. And in our first half hour, we're really going to talk about something that will affect all of us at one stage of our life or others, and that is aging in a positive way. And today we have with us Thelma Reese, who is the author of The New Senior Man. And she talks about retirement by offering inspiring stories of retired men who've expanded their experiences and discovered new sides of themselves. And she did write a book, The New Senior Women, Reinventing the Years Beyond Midlife. And she wrote the new book, The New Senior Man, to satisfy so many requests that she was receiving from men who wanted their own book. So here it is. Hi, Thelma. Welcome. Thanks so much, Patricia. All right. Okay. So, you know what? Give us, give us the big scoop right off the bat. What's one thing that you found out that maybe surprised you that you didn't expect? Well, I didn't expect the men to be so open and especially so open about their emotional responses to retirement. Because men, <coughs> pardon me, it's it's the current uh, cold season where I am. Yes. Why, uh, I didn't expect men to be so open. They have been conditioned from when they were boys to man up whenever there was an obstacle. Whenever yeah. there was something in the way, don't cry about it if you were a little boy. Don't talk about it. Man up, swallow it, and handle it yourself. And don't show your vulnerability. So when we were talking about the new senior woman, her first book, uh, and people said, how about the new senior man? When are you going to write about him? Somebody in the audience would invariably say, oh, they won't talk. There weren't any books like this around. So in a sense, they were right. Nobody was talking, or at least if they were talking, nobody was listening and putting Mm. it into a book. Mm. They were writing books for men of a certain age about their finances, about their golf game, about their fitness, maybe even how they could mix a better martini. Not about how they were facing the challenges that lay ahead as they got older. But when and we talk to them, they did I talk. Wouldn't... I want to ask you, what what were the major challenges that you found and how they overcame them? I think 
for men who, uh, particularly for men who have been in the same kind of job or the same profession and been wedded to it for many years, mm. the challenge, the big challenge right away is finding out who they are. No one any longer responds to them as manager, director, doctor, whatever it is that they were doing. And that was their identity for so many. So here's a look in the mirror and saying, wait a minute, who is that guy? Hmm. I better find out. And these are stories of people who did. Hmm. Were issues around intimacy, meeting someone because they might have been widowed? Were they around finances? Were they around health? They were more around intimacy and health than they were about finances. The people in in the book are across all walks of life. I would say the only uh, only people left out are the super rich. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody else goes from, um, I would say, lower middle class to well, solid middle class and even upper. I'm curious about this. Did you find that the men who were maybe, and I don't want to say lower middle class, but maybe on the lower socioeconomic level, were they just as happy as the men who were more stable or had more financially? Was money a factor in happiness is my question. Money money is, is important in that, it's important to be relatively comfortable or know where your next meal is coming from and know where you can live comfortably. But one interesting thing was we talked about legacy with most of these people. Not one at any level talked about it in material terms. Interesting. Legacy meant uh, what will they think of me as a person? What mm. will my kids or grandkids think I was like? Mm. What will they remember about me? It was never about what I leave them materially. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so the legacy part. You know, I, I have to share this because it's, it's important to me. My dad died at 95 about five years ago. He would have been 100. And I wrote a book called pathfinding seven principles for positive living he was in his i don't know 80s and i got a lot of his stories in my book so i feel like there'll always be a piece of him and things that i've learned about his his history that i would have never known things about my grandfather about coming over from the old country about his child my father's childhood i mean these are things i wouldn't have known and now i have them in the book right oh i think it's really important to tape record your stories for your kids and grandkids because otherwise they're gone Exactly. One of my favorite people in the book is 92 now, and the one thing that he said has never left me, uh, and it was that he knows the difference between pain and suffering, and there Mm. is a difference. He's got Mm. pain. He can deal with pain. It doesn't mean he has to suffer. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. What? Um, let's talk about something juicy here. Let's talk <laughs> about sex and intimacy for older men. Okay. Well, one of the things that I learned was that at, at 
that surprised me is a cautionary tale. A lot of people, maybe, I don't know, I mean, I can't extrapolate the whole population from this, but it's worthwhile for everybody to think about. Once you are no longer fertile, that doesn't mean you cannot get or transmit an STD, a sexually transmitted disease. And STDs are flourishing in some senior communities. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. True. True. So the idea that you still have to take precautions is only sensible, and people what about have to physical, wake up to what that. About, what about the physical drive, Thelma, in terms well, of... Well, it, it was very... One of the first people that I talked to was a wonderful man in his 90s in the book uh, who had a long, faithful, and wonderful marriage until the end of his wife's days when he took care of her. She was a brilliant woman who had Alzheimer's at the end, and he loves women, and he has a a warm relationship with a, a woman close to his age. And he talked a lot about it to me, and he is a retired endodontist. He was one of the pioneers in that part of dentistry, Mm. and he said, you know, people don't realize, first of all, the most important organ we have, sexual organ we have, is the skin, Mm -hmm. and sometimes Mm. what I really only want is for someone to hold my hand, to stroke my hand, Mm -hmm. to sit near me, to let me pat her on the face. He's a very dear man. But don't, you think, <laughs> Alma, don't you think that's a lot of reasons why people have animals? I mean, there's pet Absolutely. therapy. Absolutely. You know, for Absolutely. all ages. But, and it really gives you that sense of touch and comfort. Well, my mother lived to be close to your dad's age. She was mm. a month short of 97 when she died, and totally oh. with all her marbles. Mm-hmm. And, that's <laughs> When she'd come and visit us and we had our golden retriever, she would pet Lucy and say, Lucy, you're keeping my blood pressure down. Because she had read that this was one of the benefits of petting an animal. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this. You know, the senior population is growing by leaps and bounds. Now, I live in the state of Rhode Island, and we are the fastest-growing state in the country for seniors over 85, and it's going to be even more than that. So we're a very small state, but it's still rapidly growing for people older. What do you say to senior men as they get older, you know, in the next five, six, seven years? I'm a baby boomer. What do you, and I'm going to ask you about women too, but not yet, but about men, what do you say to them so that, what's the key for them to be happy and healthy? First thing is to avoid what is really a uh, a premature killer, and that is isolation. Yes. Solitude yeah. is fine. Loneliness is not. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though you can't help it, sometimes, I mean, we're normal people. We lose people. We grieve. We mourn. But there are ways of dealing with these things <clears throat> that are okay, will get us through, And the thing not to ever abandon is other people, even even the ritual when you go out of your house of saying hello when you go to a store. Yes. 
that ability to connect with other people is one of the crucial ones. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I say to people is, you're going to live much longer, most likely. The wonderful thing is, whatever diagnosis you're afraid of, you'll probably get. And the great news is, it's probably going to be something that's chronic rather than fatal with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something you will not only learn to live with, but be able to live with until maybe some new cure is found. Right, right. Well, and, that, and don't you think that, you know, exercise and eating well and positive of attitude, course. all of that, and staying, you're keeping your mind active all of that will contribute to longevity and your health, even if you have something chronic. Absolutely, it, especially if you have something chronic, I would say, and especially if you don't want to have something chronic. The right. ability to get around, I, I know a lot of people thought I was foolish when I opted to have back surgery, and I certainly don't recommend it to everyone, but you do find at various times in later years that something may be in the way of your mobility that you can take care of, then mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it and do a- it intelligently and, and do it with support. And speaking of support, that's another big difference, of course, between men and women in retirement. Women are accustomed to having a support system. They're right. used gonna- to having close friends that they can talk to. Right. And let's talk about that right after the break. I'm going to take a break now. My guest is Selma Reese. She's an uh, ADD. She is a passion expert on retirement. She's a retired professor of English and of education. And she uh, and Barbara Fleischer created the Elder Chicks blog, elderchicks.com blog in 2012. They're the co-authors of The New Senior Woman, Reinventing the Years Beyond Midlife, And her new book, again, co-authored with Fleischer, is A New Senior Man Exploring New Horizons and New Opportunities. When we come back, we'll talk more to Thelma about, you know, what men want as they get older and also what the women want. We're going to find out a little bit about, you know, where the women are in all of this. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. 
you can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking to Selma Reese, who is the author of The New Senior Man. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Thelma. Really amazing. She's a passion expert on retirement. She's a retired professor of English and of education. And she created the advisory council for Hooked on Phonics and was a spokesperson in the 1990s. She also directed the Mayor's Commission on Literacy for the City of Philadelphia. And she's appeared a lot on television and hosted her own cable show in Philadelphia. And she has a website with Barbara Fleischer called elderchicks.com. So go to that website, E-L-D-E-R-C-H-I-C-S.com. And she created that in 2012. She and Barbara Fleischer are the co-authors of The New Senior Woman, Reinventing the Years Beyond Midlife. And then, because so many men said, well, what about us? They wrote another book, which is the book we're talking about today, and it's hot off the press. It's called The New Senior Man, Exploring New Horizons and New Opportunities. Welcome back, Thelma. Thank you. All right. I do have to ask you about the women. Um, so where are the women? Now, one of the things you said before the break is that women naturally are connectors. So you feel that the isolation and aloneness is not as prevalent with women as it is with men. Is that correct? That's right. It's not. But, you know, another thing that we should mention about the women is when men retire, this, if they, especially if they're married, uh, this means an adjustment for both the women and the men. Not only the men themselves, but the women they're living with. You know the joke, I married him for better or worse, but not for lunch. It's not really a joke. I mean, it's funny, but um, all of a sudden, the woman who has probably made her own adjustment to changes in her life, where perhaps she has retired, she may be very busy, she may not be retired yet, she may be very involved with many activities, even causes, and suddenly there's somebody at home who um, really doesn't fit into her schedule mm. and, and is very aware that he's not fitting into her schedule. Mm. And you mean someone new? particularly want to. 
So are you saying, let me, let me get, are you saying then that a lot of these women really don't want a man in their life or they don't want a steady boyfriend? They want to kind of do their thing and have a man when they feel like it? Is that what you're well, saying? That's, that is sometimes the case. Uh, find that most elder women would like to still have a man around if that's what they always had. Right. Not necessarily to marry. Uh, there are many, many senior couples who live separately, who have met as seniors, and mm-hmm. realized that living together is not necessarily the dream, but having a companion, especially when they want to have a companion, is definitely a positive thing in their lives. Mm-hmm. Did you hear um, some, what were the similarities you heard? between what men want and women want? Well, as far as what they want, I think they all want some measure of a feeling of completion, a feeling of, uh, you know, this isn't a bad time. When I think about everything I have lived through and experienced, I'm doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. I've made a good thing of my life. And fortunately, a lot of the bad memories fade. A lot of the good memories are there. And the idea that they can share lives is good. And a realization of how much it has taken, not only to grow older, but to really grow up. Hmm. What do you mean by that, grow up? I mean that, there are seniors who never did, who have never tried to figure out who they are in relation to their family. There are still families that we certainly have run across where the old quarrels are sustained until mm-hmm. the end of life. But you there know, are that others. Brings me to, it brings me <laughs> to a question. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it brings me to a question because I look at my parents' generation where women were very, very taken care of, you know. And so in, in that generation, and, and to some extent my generation, where women are, they're just, the man takes care of everything. And the woman enjoys her life and takes care of the man. The question is, is it harder for those women to change because they just always kind of had that? It's been easy for them. Uh, I think so. I think so. I think that the women who actually developed careers of their own uh, are much better at getting older in a positive way. Interesting. Uh, I think, uh, and, and it is part of the project that I'm working on now, I'm finding that people who... Uh, involve themselves in causes. Yes. Both men and women have a very much richer older life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's a purpose. There's a purpose every day. So you're saying, you know, dressing up and playing Marjan and going to the club and retiring and to the island. That's really why we wrote the first book. We Mm -hmm. were looking at women our age. We were looking for role models. Right. And we found them. We didn't want uh, famous role models, you know, women who stepped out of their houses and the limo was waiting for them. But the people among us who seemed to be leading interesting lives, that Mm. they 
had some commitment to. And mm-hmm. it's not that um, it, it, it's it's not a denigration of the games <laughs> or the socializing that accompanies them, but a lot of that really is extremely um, shallow. But it, it takes up time. Mm-hmm. And so the way tell- to just spend time isn't satisfying in the end. If the part of it that really sustains a person is that social interaction that takes place over the mahjong, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. so much to do in the world. Mm-hmm. There's so much that needs everyone's attention yeah. in one way mm-hmm. or another that everyone yeah. really can contribute. That's one of the benefits of difficult times. Mm-hmm. All right, what would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of let's go back to the senior man. I mean, what are the what are the what's the capsule here of think, how what what do they want and how can they be happy? I think the idea of constant kind of uh, resilience and reinvention mm-hmm. is really what I want people to think about that you're never really finished. And there's always something new. And I've been thinking about the image of when my generation, and I'm sure yours and your listeners, had the Encyclopedia Britannica arrive. Big boxes of all of those books. Yes, I remember. So exciting. I remember. And now, and now, with a flip of of, of your iPad or your computer... It's all there, only more. Yeah. You can find out anything you want. You can stay stimulated. You can stay interested. You can stay mm-hmm. curious. You can satisfy your curiosity. And that's the upside of technology. That's the exactly. upside. Right? The downside is that it can also isolate you if you're not careful. Well, if, if like anything, if it's not in moderation... If it's not used for good purpose or in moderation, of course it can. Mm-hmm. But so can anything else. So can brooding. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Thelma, how can people get your books? They can go to Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble, BNN.com or Roman and Littlefield, RNL.com or ask at their favorite bookstore, which will order it for them. It's published by Roman and Littlefield. But all they have to do is say Thelma Reese and the new senior man. Okay. And um, the, the website is elderchicks.com? Right. And it's not as one senior man thought when we started it. And I asked him if he had gotten my email uh, announcing it, said, oh, I didn't open that. I, I was afraid it was porn. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, see, that I wouldn't have thought of. But Never I would think it was definitely for women. I mean, it's definitely Never for women. Never occurred. Never occurred. But <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Wow, wow. Do you teach seminars or workshops or uh, book no, signing? No, but I speak. I, I do speak about the book, and uh, and I like to do that. So I'm, I am available. I can be reached uh, also on my – people be, can feel free to email me at Dr. Thelma, no dots, D-R-T-H-E-L-M-A, at AOL.com. Okay. 
Well, terrific. All right, Thelma. Um, it's been great, great to have you on. And again, your two books, the book you've talked about today is The New Senior Man, and then you have another book that you co-authored with Barbara Fleischer, correct? Is that her name? Unfortunately, Barbara passed away a year ago. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. Just, just before, just as we were finishing, and she didn't oh. get to see this one. Oh, but I'm she so was sorry. wonderful. She was Wonderful. an ideal partner and friend. Uh, so so the books are, well, I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm so glad she got to finish both books with you, which is The New Senior Man, that's your newest book, and The New Senior Woman. So, thanks so thanks. much, Patricia. This has really been wonderful. Yeah, it's been great to talk to you. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this half hour of the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with another interview right here on voiceamerica.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.